Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Hello and welcome to Travelwise Podcast. I'm Phil Blizzard in Dubai and this is very much an interview special as we take a look at adventure tourism with a chap called, uh, well he's often referred to as Guy in Dubai. His name is Paris Norris. We talked to him about uh, his activities, some of his TV shows and um, yeah, various aspects of adventure tourism. But first we have a lot of uh, news from the world of aviation. Travelwise News well, we're starting with Air Arabia, Abu Dhabi, the first low-cost uh, carrier to fly out of the uh, capital of the UAE. They had their maiden service recently to Alexandria in Egypt. And uh, talking of low-cost carriers out of Abu Dhabi, another airline will be commencing services, but a few months down the road in October, Wizz Air from uh, Europe, Eastern Europe, in fact. They'll be flying to Egypt as well, but also to five European destinations from the capital, Abu Dhabi. Travel-wise news. We've got news from Etihad and also Emirates. But before that, a bit further afield, British Airways in the United Kingdom have just announced they will be retiring their iconic 747 Boeing jet, the double-decker. Uh, they were due to retire their fleet in 2024. The fleet around about uh, 40 aircraft, 747 uh, Jumbo Jets will now not be flying again. Sad day for fans of the Boeing 747 in the British Airways fleet. Uh, right, Etihad, they're going to be resuming services from Abu Dhabi to China uh, towards the end of this month, July the 27th, flying into Shanghai. Now, the carrier from Abu Dhabi has also announced a new fare structure on certain routes where if you're travelling light, which is hand luggage, you'll get a, a lower price ticket in the economy uh, classification. And you'll be able to take uh, up to 12 kg of luggage which is split 7 kg for like a trolley or a large bag and uh, 5 kg for a handbag or a laptop bag travel wise news Talking of aircraft, as we were just now with the British Airways 747, let's talk about the iconic A380, the Airbus A380, back in the sky after a rest of four months or so, with Emirates flying to London and Paris and uh, increasing the number of destinations with the uh, A380 by flying into Amsterdam as of August the 2nd, no, August the 1st, and with a second flight into London. Uh, also starting on August the 1st. So good to see the A380 back in the skies. Uh, Emirates have also announced they'll be flying on August the 1st to Stockholm and Oslo on August the 4th, bringing their number of destinations on their network at the moment to 63. So that really is the latest news aviation-wise here on Travelwise. Now, talking of flying and aircraft, how would you like to take to the skies with, what should we say, a giant fan strapped to your pack? <laughs> yes, indeed. Sounds highly oh, dangerous to me. That's one of the activities, one of the adventure sports, which we'll be talking about with my special guest on this edition of Travelwise, talking with Paris Norris next. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Well, my special guest on the show today is Paris Norris, who's, uh, what should we say, an entrepreneur turned video TV presenter and producer. So, Paris, welcome along. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. So, um, you've gone from being an entrepreneur with uh, all sorts of companies, including, uh, what was it, Most Compare or something like that here in the UAE, through to uh, TV. How did all this happen? Yeah. Well, I I kind of considered them both entrepreneurial ventures, actually, or, uh, you know, actually maybe four different uh, ventures that I've set up in the 11 years that I've been here. Right. But, um, uh, you know, it, the, the TV thing, it actually came more out of a passion. Um, it wasn't that I thought to myself, okay, 
let's try TV now. I was thinking, um, how do I, how do I make my next venture about all the things, you know, uh, allow, how will it will allow me to do all the things that I want to do in life? And, uh, um, I thought, well, what is it that I do want to do? And, uh, I thought, well, I, I love adventure. I love travel. Mm-hmm. I love, um, extreme sports, uh, and these types of things. And I thought, well, how on earth am I going to make money out of that? And I thought, okay, well, what about make a TV show about it and uh, show people what to do and go on adventures and, and, and I, then and I started putting the pieces together. And you still haven't made any money. You're doing what you want. You're <laughs> passionate about it. Like so many of us <laughs> yeah. in the media, we do it because we love it. We yeah. enjoy it. But when it comes to making lots of money, it's a, it's a different world. Yeah. People don't realize that, do they? No, I'm, I'm two million in debt and I'm having a great time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, I'm, glad, we, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're joking. So let me say something else. Yeah, I mean, no, you, no. you are creative director at GID, which is Guy in Dubai Media Productions, and you host yeah. um, a show on OSN, In Demand. Um, what's that called? Right. So, yeah, so GID Media is our production company. And yeah. So we, we have a small team and we do – we do essentially two things. We, we produce our TV shows and then we also produce video content for other companies, whatever that is, you know, customized content for them. Sure. But the, um, the TV shows, yeah. So we have Guy in Dubai, uh, that, uh, on OSN, Emirates Airlines, Amazon Prime, and we're launching in Europe on a channel called ORF Sport Plus. Okay. Well uh, done. So good. That, mm, good. Yeah. So that, that's our, that's our, our show all about sort of adventures around the UAE. Um, we then have done a special episode in Ireland where the Irish Tourism Board asked us to come over and do a, a sort of longer piece uh, all around Ireland, which was great fun. So we did that last year. Excellent. Um, and we're, we're working on a few productions now um, in Saudi Arabia, uh, as well as continuing the production in Dubai. Well, Saudi Arabia is certainly going to be a place to go to once we can travel back in there on the other side of the yeah. very, very, very hot summer. I want to pick out on one. I saw you leaping around on the enormous water park over at uh, JL, I was going to say JLT, over at Jamira. Um, that looked like a yeah, lot of JBR. fun. Yeah, JBR. That looked like a lot of fun and, and a lot of energy involved in that. It must have been actually worn yeah. out. Absolutely, yeah. No, that was uh, that wasn't one of our TV episodes, but we did a, we did a short uh, video for that, and that was good fun. We, um, uh, yeah, it, it, exhausting actually. Um, sure. mm. uh, it, a, lot, a lot more. Uh, it's called Aqua Farm, and it's uh, it's a sort of inflatable water park. I think it's the biggest in the world, but he's, he's making it bigger, um, point, and yeah. he actually has them all over the place. So it's a it's a great thing to do. I mean, it's very hot now, so and it is quite a tiring thing, but luckily you keep falling in the water. So it is actually one of the things that people can do over the summer. Yeah, but Paris, um, Paris, you say falling into the water is like falling into a hot bath, as I found out this morning. So it is pretty, the water's pretty warm, to say the least. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. You know, I think I, I should first say that the UAE is a mecca for this place uh, for, for extreme sport. So that, that's why I decided to, to do that. Um, but um, other great places, uh, Switzerland is incredible for, um, for you know, outdoor adventure, whether it's the winter or the summer. Um, because, you know, obviously in the winter they've got the mountains and sure. not just skiing, but they've got things like bobsleigh and luge and, uh, uh, and a whole load of things. As well as in the summer, you've got lots the most incredible paragliding and paramotoring places, lots of treks and things like this. So um, the scenery there is incredible. So well, yeah. I 
uh, I, I managed to go to Switzerland um, earlier this year. So just before, it was luckily that one of the things I managed to fit in before the the um, the lockdown and before the crisis happened, and and I'm really glad I did. It was it was incredible. Um, and one of the things I found when I was there, because I did a bit of research, they have something called the Cresta Run, which yeah. is a skeleton luge, yeah. which has been around, I don't know, probably around 200 years. It's a very old one. And it's, uh, I looked at it and I thought, well, this might top my list in terms of the most insane things I've ever done. Um, and it's essentially going headfirst down a, uh, a bobsleigh run on a, on a skeleton um, uh, toboggan. Um, and you reach incredible speeds and it, it looks absolutely mental. So that was something I wanted to try, but I didn't. So I'm going to have to return at some point to give that a go. Sounds hair raising. You mentioned the lube there. That's where you lie f- flat on a belly board more or less, isn't it? And go down these slopes at yes. incredibly high speeds. So, okay. But I think you like doing airborne activities, don't you? Sort of, um, paragliding or, yep. um, you know, you, you strap a, a fan to your back and sort of take off, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. A giant it's fan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's, uh, so that's something new to me. I've learned that over the last year, and it's fantastic because um, paramotoring and paragliding are, are the same except for one has a motor on your back. Now, w- where that's helpful is if you're in an area that doesn't have mountains or, mm. or elevations like hills, um, it means you can take off anywhere with a paramotor. So sure. that's, that's ideal for the UAE. Um, if you were in Switzerland, for example, you might probably try um, uh, paragliding because you, you don't need to have the motor on your back. Hang on, Paris, um, Paris, but- Paris, hang on. I'm looking out the studio window and I'm here in Rathalkema. And these sort of activities are very popular because they use a strip of land opposite the Waldorf Hotel and take off with the motor on their back flying over the, the, the bay and the lagoon here. Hold on. Well, I'm getting very close. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, well, that's exactly where I do it. I do it with uh, Sky School UAE, and uh, they've got a camp there. Mm. And it, uh, basically, the course um, it, it, it takes about three to five days before you can get your first flight. But then you have to go through fifteen different flights in order to get your uh, pilot license, and okay. that includes doing a thirty-kilometer cross-country and things like this. So, um, and it's incredible because, as you can imagine. It, it, well, first of all, it's the quickest, easiest, cheapest way to learn how to fly. So, sure. it, it, if you wanted to buy all the equipment, it would cost you about forty to fifty thousand dirhams, which which sounds like a lot of money, but it's not anything like an aeroplane. You sure, know? Course, so, yeah. so it's, it's much cheaper, and you can you can learn fairly quickly, and then voila, you're 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 up in the air, you're flying over the sand dunes and in between mountains, and you can fly very close proximity. Uh, without causing too much, um, uh, you know, disturbance to anybody. And um, you, you get the most breathtaking views and sights uh, around the world. So it's incredible. So there you go, up, up and away. And that's what we're going to do is we sort of race around the UAE looking at some of the key areas for uh, activities, adventure tourism, extreme sports. So, I mean, let's have a quick run through. We've got... Um, well, Russell Cayman just mentioned you've got Dubai, the Hatta area there, Abu Dhabi out towards Liwa and the Rubble Kali, the empty quarter, which is great for uh, massive sand dunes and uh, sandboarding and uh, motoring across those dunes. So where do you like to go and what do you like to do in different locations across the UAE? Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews.
Yeah, well, there's many actually, and, and I'm still discovering them now, mm. um, even though I've been here 11 years. Um, I do love Rafakema because you've got quite a lot of variety there. You've got the mountains, uh, and then you've also got the desert, um, and it's got quite an interesting desert. Um, I recently just went to the Ajman mangroves, which oh, yeah. was yep. um, which was incredible because I didn't really know what a mangrove actually is, but it's a it's a salt uh, salt water forest. You were uh, and what, ki- kayaking around, were you? Because I'm going to be off there next yeah. week. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Good. So I, I, that was brilliant. We we uh, went with a, a company called Quest for Adventure, and we were able to kayak through the mangroves. But at a certain point, the the, the trees sort of form a tunnel. So you're yeah. you're sort of going through these little sort of waterways, um, yeah. which was which was great. Um, and and you know those forests have been there eight million years so um you know long long time and uh, mm-hmm. not only do they have them in ajmar but they have them in um abu dhabi and um Quaim, and i Ra- think there's seven and yeah. rattle camera as well so yeah they, they are becoming more and more popular all the time when it comes to uh, kayaking around so um okay where else what about hatter what do you like about hatter i mean there's quite a lot going on in hatter from uh, jumping yeah, into no. the pools in the uh, in, in in the well, what i love about hatter is it's how it's transformed over the years because yeah. uh, I, I remember I used to live in Oman and Hatta was just the, the, the spot that, that you dro- drove through to get between Oman and Dubai. But now there's actually a lot to do there. there um, the, the, the dam is incredible. You can go kayaking on the dam and the, the pictures you can take from there are, are really eye-opening. Um, and now uh, Marathas built a whole adventure uh, zone there with, with sl- uh, slides and uh, like a water park and all sorts of things that you can do there, which I have to, haven't tried yet, but um, my friend has, and it did look a lot of fun. Um, There's a lot, yeah. and then they've got lots of mountain biking there too. Mm. Um, so yeah, they've so, got so they've got a, tra- a they've got a trail system out there now, a bit like skiing. So you have uh, color coded trails for uh, hiking around the mountains, which is going to be good in the cooler months. And uh, Hatta really opens up. I can tell you, it's going to be reopening uh, the camping zones and camping parks. October onwards just been announced so that's uh, good news so let's finish off let's have a quick look ahead to what you might have planned when it comes to some future TV productions okay well I'm working on a few things now so um, uh, essentially each of my episodes shows how you can go about going on an adventure or learning some kind of new skill um, so some of the things I've got left uh, to learn, I'm learning uh, skydiving, so that's yep. something that's still on my list to do. Um, I'm also going to be learning um, to get my actual plane license, so uh, that's again going to sort of open up the world of uh, adventure a little bit further. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, we're also looking at creating more. Uh, we've got episodes lined up at the end of the year in Saudi Arabia, as I mentioned, because yep. um, obviously they're opening up. Uh, to, to tourists and uh, and really wanting to showcase that and, and show what they have there. Yeah. So that would be very interesting. Yeah, there's going to be a lot to showcase there. So uh, on that note, I'll just say, by the way, when it comes to flying, I've done a couple of lessons from the flying school in Fujira. It was great. So flying alongside the Hajar Mountains and the Indian Ocean on, on the other side. So that's a good place to learn to fly as well. So Paris, yeah. thanks very much indeed for joining us on The Travel Show. Pleasure. And uh, good luck with your productions. And uh, try and stay cool during these hot summer months doing your extreme sporting activities. And yourself, Paul. Thanks very much. It's been interesting talking to you. Great stuff. 
Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. And many thanks to Paris Norris for joining me on this edition of the Travel Wise podcast. Reminds me very much of my early days of broadcasting when I did a series on BBC Local Radio called Phil's Adventure, part of a Saturday afternoon programme where I went on and did all sorts of things, from hang gliding to clay pigeon shooting, through to even, remember, hard hat diving, you know, those great big suits which divers would put on to go down to uh, underwater pipes and obstacles. Even had a go at one of those. Fabulous stuff. Anyway, many, many thanks to Paris Norris, and we'll have more interviews coming your way on our weekly Travelwise podcast. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Travelwise is a Phil Blizzard radio production. Email me at philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and, and interviews. interviews.